tucked in. Cause you are now in bed with Dr. Sue. Good evening, my little nuggets. <laughs> She's already laughing. It's your fairy godmother of fetish. Dr. Sue here to guide. What are you choking for? I'll introduce that one in a second. Holy cow. To I'm just, I'll just get right back here. Um, to guide you. Let's try this again. Through the wonderful world of fetish and BDSM. And tonight we dance along the fringes of fetish into the realm of tickling. But not just tickling, tickle torture. You'll want to keep listening to hear all about this particular paraphilia. But in the meantime, we have some shout outs to get to. And I want to introduce my co-host. She's an online dom and model who specializes in smoking fetish. She also did the show with me several years ago, so you might remember her as Vanilla Girl, who's no longer vanilla. Welcome, Ashley Jill. Hello. Okay, they they want to keep their ears. I want them to feel like I'm there. <laughs> I think they do. Okay. Swearsies. Good. So, what's new? With me? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing the um, fetish modeling thing online. Yeah, so, okay, but wait a minute. You know, at, at one point, you were Vanilla Girl, right? right? You You were the antithesis of BDSM. Why did you suddenly dive into the pool? Instagram, of all things. Instagram. Instagram. Why Instagram? Well, I was posting pictures, and the more um, smoking photos I was posting, the more likes I was getting, and I thought, why not make money off this? And there you go. Yeah, but why Why get into domination? Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> goes with the territory. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so we might as well just, like, fess up for those of you who don't know. Ashley Jill is my kid. She's an old, <laughs> but she's an old kid. So there you go. Yeah, I'm so I'm not like her, year, right. So it's not like I'm pimping her out at like 15 or no, something. I'm 30 this year, so relax. Right? Chill out, man. There you. Oh, you wanted to do this. That's why. Here, here. This is for you guys. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little bit too loud. Anyways. Since we're fooling around here and we really shouldn't be, let's get into some info and some shout outs. For the first time tonight, I'm going to open up the lines later, the phone lines later, for a new segment in the show called What's On Your Mind. This is your opportunity to talk about not just tonight's topic, but to voice your thoughts about anything that's on your mind, whether it's something within the BDSM community or you have an opinion about an issue that's in the news. I mean, let's face it, there's nothing in the news lately. It's like so boring. And you have or maybe got a question about something. This is your chance to call in and open up a dialogue. So later in the show, listen in, I'll let you know, and you can call and tell us what's on your mind. Number is 657-383-0031. Join us. If you do end up, if you're listening in and for some reason you get booted out, you can always call into that number, 657-383-0031, press 1, and you can hear the show that way. 
Um, I do, however, want to take a minute to mention the terrorism that went on in Charlottesville over the weekend. Obviously, our thoughts go out to those who are dealing with the aftermath of what can only be described as a pretty vile, disgusting, and completely disconnected behavior. That's all I'm going to say about the incident because I'm not going to give any airtime to morons who, to the morons who caused it and their supreme orange leader. But I will say three names, Heather Heyer, H.J. Cullen, and Burt Bates. And those are the three people you should be remembering, not the rest of it. Anyways, let's move on to some happier stuff like some birthdays. Oh, yeah. We have to do birthdays because we're just... Oops, see, you ready? from you later on in the show. I have a message for you, though, Angela. Happy birthday from your pussy-whipped boy toy. <laughs> and I also want to say happy birthday to my former co-host, Captain Joe. Shred those redheads tonight, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Hey, be nice. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, happy birthday to anyone else who's out there celebrating. I also want to say hi to some folks who I know are listening in right now and later. So, hi to our good friend, Cocky KT Baby. It's the year of the cock. Check out his amazing talent and awe-inspiring grind. Nobody's grinding like the cockster, my friends. He is grinding. I, w- I can't remember what he's up to, like, eight or ten drops, like, so far this year. Like, he is just, like, dropping music like you would not believe. So, check out his amazing talent and obviously hit it up on Bandcamp. Um, I want to say hi to, let's see, Sweet Sexy Cinnamon, who's actually sleeping right now, but will be listening in later. Hopefully your dreams weren't too naughty, mind you, after going to the door for the postman in your lipstick the other day. That's going to be hard to beat, cheeky woman. I also want to say hi to Miss Peyton and Andy and Ryan and Bella and Mark, the good Padre, Corey, and of course, my precious who I know is listening in right now. So, think about this. Before next show, which will be September the 12th, be sure to let me know ahead of time if you have any announcements or birthdays or general shout-outs, and we will be more than happy to throw them on the show for you. And in keeping with tonight's topic, I have a gem for those of you who love to sink deeply into a good tickle torture read. Mm-mm-mm. Goddess Belladonna has two books just waiting for you to devour. First, 
we have Welcome to Goddess Belladonna's Tickle Torture Hell, which is available right now on Amazon. And you can also expect Welcome to Goddess Belladonna's Tickle Torture Cult in September on Amazon. So you can get all of Goddess Belladonna's naughty fiction on Patreon. So you just have to look up Goddess Belladonna when you head to Patreon. And you can have it all. Otherwise, just go to Amazon and just buy it. Just do it. Anyways. And here's the other thing. I have put up on the InBedWithDrSue.com show page for the Tickle Show the links to Goddess Belladonna's work. So be sure to head over there. It's the easiest way to do it. So just go to InBedWithDrSue.com, look for the Tickle Show, and right there will be links to not only Goddess Belladonna's Amazon, but also the Patreon, which for some reason I keep calling Pantheon, and I have no idea why. So enjoy that delicious literary porn she's serving you. If you do have a shout-out that you think will be of interest in bed listeners, be sure to hit me up on Twitter, which is at Dr. Sue, spell out doctor, or Facebook, or either of my websites, no problem. And I'm happy to put it on the show. If you think it's, if it's my listeners are going to enjoy it, then you let me know and I'll put it up. So, before we take any more moments to ourselves, we shall be back right after this. Perfection does exist, and my name is Mistress Kiara. I've been a professional dominatrix for over 12 years, so I know all of the right buttons to push to make you melt for me. I'm well known for my love of blackmail, hypnosis, and financial domination, but my other favorite fetishes include foot worship, impact play of any kind, specification and feminization, anal training, bondage, humiliation, including small penis humiliation, cock and ball torture, forced intoxication, chastity and key holding, tease and denial, and fetish wrestling and boxing. Serve me in person in the Ann Arbor, Michigan area, or on my website, mrstiarasdungeon.com, where I offer phone, cam, and instant messaging sessions, as well as over 100 clips for you to purchase. What are you waiting for? I hear you're looking for a good mind fuck. That's my specialty. I love twisting and turning boys and wrapping them around my little finger. What I do is, I take time to get to know you on a level that you may not have experienced before. At first it's subtle, and then we get a little deeper and a little darker. I get under your skin and I get in your head and before you know it, you're craving me. You're craving the things that I offer you on a level that has begun to keep you awake at night. I know it's a little scary. Who am I? (laughs) I'm glad you asked. I'm Mistress Peyton. Peyton will break you. The Sensual Domination Mistress and you, you can find me at SensualDominationMistress.com. Talk soon, naughty one. Ooh, that's some good dom work in there. If you guys want some uh, some fresh fresh torture, yeah, there you go. Well, I think without further ado, 
we need to move on to our subject of the evening. So let's get into it. Tickle fetish, or as it's known by its paraphilia name. Now it could be kinismophilia or nismophilia. It depends on whether you're going to pronounce K or not. Or it's also referred to as titilagnia. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I think it's so cool how they come up with these Latin names. And not to be confused now, this is where it gets kind of interesting. You don't want to confuse it with a caraphilia, which is sexual response to scratching. Okay. Um, the two tend to get confused. Yeah, the two tend to get confused as they occasionally intertwine, obviously. But they're, in fact, two different fetishes. So if you look at how the psychological world looks at tickling, they list it as symptoms, which I can't stand. <laughs> it's like you have a disease. You don't have a disease. So what is a tickling fetish? It's a sexual arousal gained from being tickled. It's sexual interest in tickling or a reoccurring intense sexual urge involving tickling. And it can also be sexual arousal associated with tickling. So it doesn't have to include other fetishes. It doesn't have to, but it usually does, include other fetishes like podophilia, which is a foot fetish, and mascalagnia, which is an armpit fetish. But they don't have to include that. Those would be considered like add-on fetishes. It's not all part and parcel of the same thing. So you can have a tickle fetish and not have a foot fetish. Do you get what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can, you can be one or the other or yeah, both or all of them. So anyways, the sexual, what's really cool is the sexual arousal from tickling can be completely on its own with no other, no other fetishes. But... It's, what's really cool is you don't have to participate to get sexual arousal. So it can simply come by watching someone else mm-hmm. being tickled. You don't have to be participating as either the tickle-er or the tickle e. Right. Okay. What's kind of, which is also kind of interesting, is that um, tickling isn't always recognized by the BDSM community. Which I think is really crazy because. Yeah, you can totally torture. Well, this is the thing. It's like, shit. it's. Yeah, when you look at it, yes, tickling is a fetish, and yes, fetish and BDSM are two different things. But when we're talking about, if you're talking like a sadomasochistic, it, oh, to okay. me, I can't think of anything better. Yeah. You know, so. You know, the word torture, yeah, okay, always freaks people out. And and where you move into the BDSM realm of of actual sadomasochism is going to be when you get into tickle torture. Mm -hmm. Um, The word torture always freaks people out. And, of course, we're talking real-life experiences where no one participates unless it's consensual. Exactly. So get the waterboarding images out of your head. This isn't Camp Buka. (laughs) But you have to remember that when you get into the BDSM realm of fetish, which is why it's not the same, it's like it's two different things, tickling to me, in my opinion, falls deliciously into the BDSM realm because it has such sinister sadomasochistic overtones. So here's, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you sort of a, an overview Tony hasn't called in yet, so I'm hoping Tony's going to be here fairly soon. 
Um, so I want you to imagine, if you will, a damsel in distress table, which we'll discuss shortly, arms over her head, feet in stalks, toes splayed open, when the evil seductress enters the room carrying a duffel bag filled with common household items like shampoo brushes, toothbrushes, forks, and more unbeknownst to the tickling victim, lying in wait on the table. That is a simple tickle torture scene. So you're looking at a situation where it depends upon the person. It depends on the situation. Like, okay, so you have simple tickle fetish where... We're not talking torture. We're just talking just people, you know, tickling each other. So you have, or or being tickled or tickling, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you have someone who is really into being tickled. It doesn't have to incorporate torture. No. It can just be a simple sexual arousal of tickling, either looking at it or being tickled. But the tickle torture portion of it is where, to me, it goes into the BDSM realm. So that makes sense. Just because of the way it's usually done, you're usually involving stocks of some kind. You're involving, like I said, the tickle table. So what's a tickle table? You're talking a padded table that has, in some cases, buckles um, similar to... Um, almost like when you're looking at, um, I'm trying to think of what I would, what I would, almost like a massage table for those of you who've never seen one. So think of a massage table that's all padded and it's got nice leather. Some of them are just stunning. Nice leather. You've got, like I said, arms over your head. In some cases, they're buckled over. Some of them, like I said, some of them become, the tables are very, very intricate and just beautifully crafted. So you have arms over your head, you're buckled in, and now what you do is you also have your feet. So in some cases, you've got the bondage going over from the thighs down, again with the buckles, and then your feet are going into stocks. Now, in some cases, you can have your feet together. And some of them, they have the table where the legs are split. So you can actually open the legs up. You're still usually always going to be bound, and your feet are going to be in stocks. So what's a footstock? You've seen stocks before, regular stocks where people are, they have their head and their hands through. No, can't remember. Okay, wait. Yeah, okay, like you're talking, like, go back in, like, witchcraft. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm there. Go back in those days. So you used to put people into a stock and you put your hands through, remember, and then they put yeah, the yeah, arms yeah. Oh. through like that, okay? Oh. So okay. what's a footstock? Okay. Well, you'd put your fucking ankles through it and they can't you can't see what they're gonna do to your feet, right? It's not so much that you can't see because in a lot of cases it's beautiful if you do see it. Okay. 
So, so that's, but that's another level. That's a mind fuck level. Touch them, right? right. What you're doing is you're stabilizing the foot in the footstock. In order for it not to be able to wiggle and move. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay, so you see how we're getting into the torture now. Yeah. So normally if you're just going to be a regular tickle fetishist, you're probably going to be tickling someone who isn't immobile. You're going to tickle them on a bed or on the floor or on the couch or whatever. whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're just going to tickle them freely. Mm-hmm. The whole point of tickle torture is bondage. Yeah. So now, now, That's right. Yeah, because now what's happening is you end up with um, the body being bound and not able to move. Right. Makes it now is now you're heightening it. Yes. Right? Just like anything else. Plus now you have that delicious loss of control for your submissive. Right. So you can see where it now goes from simple tickle fetish straight into tickle torture. Right. And that's where it gets into the whole evil and the whole, you know, this is where it gets to be fun yes. and sinister and nasty and, and there's all kinds of lovely little things that you can do to your victim. Speaking but, of victim. yeah, like all fetishes and every person who has a tickle fetish, they enjoy it very uniquely to themselves. Um, Tony's here. Yay! Tony is a true tickle aficionado, a man who lives and breathes tickling in both roles. So I'd like to welcome Tony to the show right now. Welcome to the show, Tonester. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Sue. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. I am so glad you're here. Sorry for the delay. I I, I was tied up, not in the good way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm glad you're here because I really, really want to... um, (laughs) Sorry, somebody in the chat room just wrote, fun and sinister, not mutually exclusive exclusive adjectives in Dr. Sue's vocabulary. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely true. Anyway, so tell let's let's go back, Tony, so that everybody gets a little bit of a a background on you. Um, Gladly. How long have you known that you've had this fetish? Like, how far back can you point it? Is it childhood? Uh, like like most fetishes, uh, yes, guilty as charged, but Yay. happily so. <laughs> um, I. Uh, can remember pretty much as far back as possible, I would say to the age of five, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, very, very, very early. It wasn't grade school. That that I know. It was much earlier than grade school. Yep. Uh, there was, there was, quite simply, um, a fascination with the, the female foot. And oh, so it started with a foot. It, yes. That's interesting. Yes. And it, it grew from there. Um, although... Like, were you ever tickled as a kid? Oh, certainly. Certainly. Uh, you know, g- that goes with childhood. Uh, no, 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 um, no, you know, evil older siblings, but... Um, I, I incurred my share of uh, 
of misfortune. <laughs> um, uh, not well, not in a not, Tony. not 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 in an abusive way. Not in a, like a uh, <laughs> you know not in you know that that negative uh, call a cops kind of a way. No, no, <laughs> the good no, way. no, no. <laughs> We're not about that. So when yeah, def- so obviously now early, you get older. Early childhood. So you get older. And now you can obviously get into it for real. Oh, for sure. That was one of the beautiful, you know, growth spurts, if you will. Uh, uh, you know, you could you could put an emphasis on both growth and spurt in that conversation, um, <laughs> because because for me, uh, much like in the the poll you had posted, it's a it's an erotic. Uh, undeniably, mm-hmm. undeniably, uh, exquisitely erotic fetish. Uh, so for you absolutely. though, do you like being the the tickler or the tickly? I uh, am happily submissive. I definitely prefer to be the tickly. Okay. It, it plays to my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to know know your strengths. Uh, be self-aware, if you will, and um, yes, I always, I always say happily submissive. Good. Yeah. Also, and because, good, because I because it love... means you've accepted it. You're not fighting it. Oh, There's nothing for sure. worse than fighting it. No, no, no. I, I love the act of surrender. Love it. Mm-hmm. You know, willingly. You know, I, I'm a big fan of consensual non-consent yeah you know i think it's and people don't understand that but there is such a thing if you think about it like it's it's wonderful having your no it sure is no i'm sorry it was just because because tony okay just so that you guys know tony cannot see what's going on in the in the chat room just because the way he's set up so i'm just Mm -hmm. (laughs) um goddess belladonna venus 2000 Goddess Belladonna, the one and only. Right, the one and only. So you know yes, where her head wow. is right now. Yes, and and that's a good place to be. Uh, <laughs> I know where her head is, and uh, uh, I don't mind my head, uh, you know, within the equation with the Venus 2000. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what a Venus 2000 is, it's a male masturbator that they have now automated. And I'll tell you something. What's really cool about it is. When I had the sex shop, I had um, a personal support worker come in once, and she had a client who was paralyzed, although not fully, and he could still be sexually aroused. And but he, you know, he—it's something to do with his arms. Obviously, he couldn't satisfy himself. So it was always well. You know, personal support worker. She'll, you know, she's she's not comfortable doing that for him, right? And at the time, yeah, there, there wasn't there's any automatic masturbators. And I'll tell you something: despite the really evil, yummy, fantastic, dominant thing you can do with this, it's actually sure. got a really good function for that. In other words, you know, Absolutely. you got people who cannot masturbate themselves. That thing to me is a godsend. True, true words were never spoken. Absolutely, it's it's got you know the very very benevolent benefit, mm-hmm. um, 
but you know, much like with tickling, you can take something pleasurable and turn it on its head mm-hmm. and uh, hold on to your hat, uh, you know, batten down the hatches and run for your life. <laughs> because <laughs> the Venus, you know, goes as fast as 300 strokes a minute. So, you know. <laughs> and so obviously Somebody... the nefarious way of using it would be to let's let's if we do this in a tickled torture situation, we have our victim such as Tony and we put him on the tickle table and we buckle him in just like I was describing to you guys. And thoroughly. Well, <laughs> thoroughly. Just nicely buckled yes. just like we like it. Thoroughly buckled. Yes. Very held down. And now you have an added piece that you can that you can put on to this torture. So, sure, you have him on the tickle table. We have him laid out. We've got him buckled in. We've got him all nicely tied down. So now I can tickle <laughs> you, and I can attach the Venus and let it masturbate you forever, which means you keep having an orgasm and it keeps going minute after minute after minute. I can't think of anything. Overwhelming. <laughs> Overwhelming, yes. Um, it's, it, it, it's, you know, you've heard of a brain freeze. Well, uh, this is a brain meltdown. Um, you know, again, the sensory overload of tickle torture combined with the overstimulation of the Venus. Right. It, it, it's this collision course. So if and you your had whole that system done? is crazy. Mm-hmm. I have. So you've had the Venus I on? Have. Yes, I have. Okay. Describe to everybody, describe to especially the boys out here, what does it feel like to have it on you? Well, it's, um, you know, a vacuum pump, and mm-hmm. you're in a, you're in a uh, plastic tube uh, that has a plastic, a, 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 a like a latex sheath inside. And, you know, basically once it's affixed because of the suction, it's, it's not coming off. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, one of the other great benefits, and I know you like this, Dr. Sue, uh, uh, this aspect of it, is that, uh, and understandably so, is that the dom, the dame, you know, you are, you are in her hands, so to speak. She has the remote control. So your fate is at her whim. She could take it to eight strokes a minute, really agonizingly slow, to anywhere in between uh, the, the, the red line of 300 strokes a second, which is, you know, the jackhammer from hell. <laughs> and uh, Did you, have you felt be the careful range? what you wish for I have I have um, you know like I said brain freeze brain meltdown um, and combined with the tickle torture it's hellacious it's got to be absolutely mind bending for sure for sure because like I said 
there's that element of where do you where are you focused? You can't necessarily be focused all that long in one spot right. because your attention is being drawn. There's the tug of war, no pun intended on the tug, um, <laughs> where, 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 you know, you know, the, the Dame's hands are, are, you know, decorating your body in, 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 a, in a very nefarious way. But then she just presses a button, uh, just takes a moment to press a button and the machine, you know, just, just is the, the very interested, very remorseless third party. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've had sessions where with uh, like that, where I've turned into, uh, you know, old faithful, if you will, uh, or, or, uh, you know, uh, a Texas flood, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, uh, just, just uh, so crazy. This, this thing. Okay. So when I've seen pictures of it, just so that everybody can kind of get a visual, it's, it almost looks like a penis pump the way it's designed. So the piece Correct. that goes onto the penis to me, it looks very similar to a penis pump. And then it's connected obviously to the pumping system. And then the, yes. the dom or the dame, whatever domina, um, has a remote control that can she can dial up how fast it's pumping, right? Exactly, exactly. You are uh, figuratively, in one sense, in her hands while she is free to torment you with her uh, ten fingers. Ooh. So see, now you have this beautiful piece of equipment that is pumping away on you that she can now so let's describe to everybody what a typical tickle torture because we obviously just as I described if you have just a plain tickle fetish you're just going to be into tickling in general whereas tickle torture we're now getting into bondage and being held down and and having things done pseudo against your will yes absolutely there's the fine line yeah what does it feel like to be held down and forced to go through this? It's um, beautiful delirium. Uh, very, very exciting. It's, it's um, you know, the tick, 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 you know, no pun intended, of the escalating roller coaster um, where the car catches that, you know, hook on the chain and it tows you up. Um, when you're getting into the bondage, that's what it's like. Um, absolutely. Uh, I've had. And what is it like to have your, your feet in stocks and your, and what other, we didn't get a chance to describe was usually in foot stocks, you also have toe ties that are individual ties or individual little, um, rubber bands usually that splay the toe and hold it back and up. Yes. So it's completely. The, as as Paul would call it, barefoot and defenseless. Yes, uh, good good way to be. I I, uh, I second that notion of his uh, absolutely because uh, for me, as a um, avowed and well aware, very self aware tickle torture masochist, um, 
my my simple credo is the more helpless I can be because of the bondage, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want my feet to be flailing around like a couple of pistons. Because that takes away from it, that, does it not? If you're it, able to, to move, it would does. it not take away from the feeling? Yes, I think it's a very uh, – there's the um, foreboding, ominous quality mm-hmm. that that is tickle torture. Um, tickling is great. I'm a big fan of tickling. I love tickling, but I go crazy for tickle torture because it is the full boat. It's the, you know, the – you know the the world trades. I mean the the Empire State Building, if you will, of you know you're going all out. Um, you know the the bondage is an essential, vital element to render you wide open. Like uh, I'm very fond of the the description and the image of me as a submissive mm-hmm. being a tickle torture buffet for the mistress. I, I, well, I want again, to be at her whim. Like anything in, in DNS in general, you want to feel a loss of control. Yes. Whereas absolutely. I want to feel full control. And that's, that that is a wonderful union uh for me and for the right other party um absolutely and it's always it's always a great discovery when you can make that union because they're hard to come by they're they're hard to come by in 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 the really genuine sense i mean you can you know go to a random dame but it could I, I mean i've i've had my share of trial and error and it can be a, a huge underwhelming experience um but when you are with someone who relishes control as someone who likes to uh surrender um when you find the right person as in life it just um, goes off onto a whole other trajectory, and I've been very fortunate to have in in several instances of you know hit those high notes um, mm-hmm. with with just wonderful experiences, wonderful women, powerful women um, of great experience, great obviously know how, and great passion for their vocation. And uh, who's been your favorite? For that. Who was the My favorite, favorite person you sessioned with? Um, it would be a Mistress Aurora in Massachusetts. She's in uh, Northampton, Massachusetts. A uh, remarkable woman. I sessioned with her uh, just this past February. Uh, made the drive, the pilgrimage, if you will. She has a, <laughs> a awesome pilgrimage. Place. Yes, well, well said. 
Well, you know what? It was it was love at first sight in many ways for me because I mean, yes, she had an awesome presentation, but hmm. true, absolutely true story. She had listed in her arsenal um, uh, of of fetishes. She specifically listed not tickling. She specified tickle torture. So that was a win-win right there. Mm-hmm. As I read, as I read on um, in her arsenal of equipment, I was excited because she had the Venus 2000. The interesting little wrinkle to this story uh, about the, the phenomenal nature of the session. There's a couple mm-hmm. of interesting things, but equipment-wise, even though I love the Venus 2000. I wanted to do a little deviation. Now I haven't told you this, uh, Doctor Sue. Okay. I got to try. I got to try a unique piece of equipment. I had never seen it at any other dungeon, and with good reason. I mean, much like the Venus 2000, which is like a uh, 900 to 1200 dollar piece of equipment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not every dungeon is going to have one of those. And this other piece of equipment that she had listed, um, I was like, wow, I have to try that. It was, um, you may well know, it's called the Black Magic XXL. <laughs> and yeah. yes, so you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Carry on, though, describe. Okay. Well, the great thing about this is it, it's multi purpose. You know, it is typically a penetrating device an automated penetrating device. But she had shown this in a photo of a slave who was tied, um, actually mummified to a post. So he's standing up. Mm -hmm. And I was knocked out when I saw this. She had the black magic retrofitted with a uh, fleshlight. Oh, well done. So, yes, so it was a sort of variation on the Venus. Right. Um, and and just, again, wanting to try new things, I made the drive to Massachusetts and, you know, uh, that was a bit of a hike and, and well worth well worth it. Uh, you know, the journey was, was great, but the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow was, was more than great. Uh, she made it so. And what I loved is that when I'm tied to the post, mm-hmm. I'm watching her sitting very just leisurely, languidly, legs crossed, remote control in her hand, and she's just admiring the sight of me at her whim. And she is just cranking and manipulating the machine to in turn manipulate me. And what I didn't mention is the other reason this was a insanely memorable session is because it was the longest session I ever did. After all, I drove to Massachusetts a couple of states mm-hmm. away, and I figured uh, I have to, you know, when in Rome, I have to indulge. 
And I didn't want it to be a hello, goodbye session. I wanted to really take the scenic route, uh, the sinister scenic route. Uh, so we tried multiple pieces of bondage uh, equipment, and it was just awesome. But it was three hours, and it was 40. It was, I'm sorry, it was 20 fingers. It was a double dom <laughs> session. Oh, did you pay for the double dom, or was that just a surprise? No, it wasn't a surprise. I was ready, willing, and able. Um, eyes eyes wide open. <laughs> and all, all due respect to Stanley Kubrick, my eyes were wide open. Um, <laughs> it was um, Mistress Aurora and a wonderful partner in crime by the name of Lady Raven. And she had the black hair and the black heart to match. And uh, they uh, put me through the gauntlet. Um, and it's just a tremendous time. Uh, great role play, various pieces of equipment, and capped off by oh. the uh, variation on the Venus effect with this black magic with the um, fleshlight. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily... Her place, which is called, it's a great facility. It's called, literally called, the woodshed. <laughs> uh, so she took me I to the woodshed. That. You told me that, yeah. and I was like, oh, man, that is probably one of the best names I've ever heard. Taking uh, very to clever. The woodshed. Very clever and certainly appropriate. Um, great mood, uh, great, uh, you know, uh, fixtures throughout the place uh, in terms of equipment and accessories and it was just this wonderful ebb and flow of a ride um i love i love to incorporate role play and they were wonderful at that and when mistress aurora is just admiring the site as we build literally and figuratively to a climax um Lady Raven is right by my side as I'm perched, uh, I should say perched, as I'm standing up again in, 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 you know, pinned to this pillar. Right. She is, she is just provoking me. She's whispering in my ear. She is, you know, raking my armpits, my belly. Uh, and it's just this tag team effect of insanity. And the reason I mentioned the woodshed is because it's, it's like at the end of a road, um, not, you know, quite abandoned, but it's not that the next residence is right around the corner, if you will. Right. It's, there's a good amount of separation, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because when we built to said climax of the session, I, I you were loud. <laughs> I, 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 you know, ripped my throat out, guttural, <laughs> you know, um, just to the rafters, you know, orgasmatron, you know, <laughs> rebel yell as Billy Idol would proudly say, you know, uh, just hellacious, delicious, and um, very memorable. And I am definitely 
looking forward for a return trip. I am. So I wow. can happily vouch, happily vouch for Mistress Aurora, deservedly so. And Lady Raven. Wow. Like, that's crazy. So describe some of the things you can use to tickle someone. Because I said it, you can literally just grab anything in your house, pretty much. Of course. Oh, there's all kinds of, you know, MacGyver, MacGyver would be a hell of a tickler. <laughs> you know? Um, totally. Yeah, God. Can you imagine? Yeah, it, you, Oh yeah, you can just you you know your imagination can take you over. Um, but nails uh, you know, will that, always that, suffice. That's your limit. Beautiful. Well said. Nails will always suffice, and you usually always have those with you. Uh, good point. Uh, we can't say don't leave home without them because uh, you're you're <laughs> uh, spoken for. Um, yeah, I I will admit I'm very much a uh, meat and potatoes. Guy, mm. I am a fan of the pads of the fingers as well as the nails. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not so much a feather fan, um, but I do like the quill portion of the feather. <laughs> I like that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Wouldn't uh, the feather, especially on the soles of the feet, you wouldn't feel it as much? Yeah, I I don't typically. Uh, I know some women it drives crazy, and Does it? I respect. The, oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's popular. I know it's popular in many. I would videos. imagine it would be good on sides. Like oh, for sure, I, I, I think so. It would be good. I think so. Yeah, that that's a, that's a that's a very vulnerable part, uh, and and I I can agree with you there that I think they're tailor made for sides. Um, you know, brushes are very popular. Uh, I I've love the idea of the electric old... toothbrush. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Those those are very popular. Um, I've experienced them, and they are fun uh, for <laughs> sure. They they can they can push you. Um, I've seen people use forks. People use toothpicks. Uh, people who use uh, combs. Um, I've seen people. I've heard a lot about. You remember the uh, Norelco three-headed razor? Yes. Well, um, I've seen many things about this. I've never tried it though. Where it's supposed to be awesome, where you remove the head, mm-hmm. and it's got the three little uh, rotors. Supposedly, mm-hmm. that will you know because they rev so high. Supposedly that right. can. You know, uh, that's kryptonite, apparently, <laughs> by by the by the devotees. Uh, I've re- I've read about that uh, in more than one area. Um, uh, I mean, I, I've seen also where people, much like with the you know the electric toothbrush, I've seen where people will use the uh, like the electric curler. You know, with with the, the brush effect for for the hair, uh, okay. I've seen that. You know, sort of like um, in some of the uh, artwork that I know we've shared, you've seen mm-hmm. those roto uh, automated uh, tickle devices. It's reminiscent of that. Um, so yeah, th- there's so much you can so much you can do. Uh, 
absolutely. Just like with most anything, the limits are your imagination. So for you, what's your favorite part to be tickled? Like, is it your feet? Is it your sides? Or do you, does it matter? Uh, I got to say I'm a sucker for the uh, the time-honored, most popular part. If you watch any video, if you read any uh, fiction or, you know, true stories, uh, I fall into that category where I am a foot fan, a foot fiend. But, but I do very much absolutely appreciate and respect and love the underarms. The underarms are a treasure trove, no doubt. And but again, I have to it give just, the edge there's so the many feet. different things you can use. Like it's just this, I would imagine brushes would be absolutely delicious on the underarms. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, I, I've I've seen... People use these like uh, wire head massagers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen them use those. There's, there's all kinds of stuff. But uh, I know for me, and I think for a lot of people, but you know, to each his own, of course. Mm-hmm. The uh, the classic, the tried and true, the you know, always there for you. Uh, fingers and nails. Um, you can't go wrong. There's, yeah, there's, it, it's very primal. You don't, you don't have to go hunting for it. It's always there for you. And it's just simple, classic, yet oh so effective. And Goddess Belladonna is reminding you, don't forget chopsticks. And Good, absolutely. Right underneath the toes. A perfect right in that lovely spot between the pad and the ball of the foot. Yes. Those delicious vulnerable spots. Oh yes, yes. Well, Goddess Belladonna, uh, I have to sing her praises. She, um, uh, much like the good doctor has a remarkably wicked imagination. Um, a, 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 a just awesome facility with language. Um, great, great writer. And she uh, did a phenomenal uh, tickle torture anthology called Welcome to Goddess Belladonna's Tickle Torture Hell. Uh, yes, I I've was promoting that at the beginning of the show. Well, I, again, proof positive. I've read it, and it is awesome. Um, just fiendish fun. And uh, just this wonderful anthology uh, that has a uh, connective tissue running through each story, even though they're not, each story isn't, you know, like Star Wars connected one to the other to the other to the other. There's a certain no, but there's a thread. Interim, yes, yeah. and it's wonderful, wonderful. That's uh, so, yes, well, she is uh, for sure. Uh, you know, Russell Crowe has a beautiful mind. 
but uh, or or or, uh, or I should say the character. Um, but uh, you know, Goddess Belladonna, Doctor Sue, you have beautifully wicked fiendish minds. Uh, dare I say evil? One hundred percent evil. Oh. Yes. It just doesn't Oof. get any more evil. One of the reasons why, uh, you know, though I am biased, uh, admittedly, I am such a happy client of the good doctors. And you're such a good boy on top of it all. <laughs> well, humbling to hear, and I thank you. Beautiful. Well... I want to thank you very much, Tony, for taking the time to enlighten us on everything Tickle. And hopefully some, not just the submissive guys can do something. What I like to see is the, <clears throat> excuse me, more doms and and everybody getting more into this and getting it more accepted and obviously getting more people doing it because it is honestly a very simple thing to incorporate for any mistress into yes. your accoutrement. It, it's a very simple thing to do. You don't need the table, guys. You don't. There's all kinds of hello, saran wrap, and mummify them. We were talking about that the other day. <laughs> I vote <laughs> like, for that. You don't I've have done to it, go and it's with tremendous. pickle tables here. But but the one good thing. Yes, yes, absolutely. The one good thing about the uh, the bondage table when it comes to mummification, though, uh, and I know you love this, uh, and I've, I've experienced it, and it's incredible. Uh, I love being wrapped and then wrapped against around the table itself pinned, anchored to the table, no chance, no Well, this is the thing. No and you can't. If we mummify you, and I personally really like saran wrap just because it does such a really good job, because you can mummify the person, get them on the table, and then keep going and wrap them onto the table, and they're not going anywhere. Now you've got these delicious bare feet, and depending on how you wrap them, you probably don't have sides or anything, but uh, it, it, you're screwed and in a delicious way. Yes, <laughs> yes. for sure. For in the sure. only the, way possible. The... Actually, Belladonna wants to say hi. She's trying to phone in. So we oh, won't please. get rid of Tony yet because she wants to say hi. So, oh, describe Doheny. Describe what? Doheny. Duhini. Yes. Do you know what it is? Duhini. I will admit I have to plead the fifth. I don't know. Do you Duhini. know what it is? It is a I term don't. that's used within the whole tickling realm, believe it or not. And wow, it, I'm getting it, educated. It do, and I yes, you're going to have to look this up. Look up Duhini. It's D-O-U-H-I-N-I, and it is actually the art of underarm tickling. Wow. There you go. Very cool. Well, I, I'm a big fan of that, absolutely. Uh, so 
Thank you for the edification, Dr. Sue. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome, Tony. Oh, well, a pleasure indeed. And I, I applaud you for promoting this fetish uh, on your show um, because I know full well that while on the Internet, it definitely has a strong popularity. Um, in the commercial, you know, BDSM scene, it still can be kind of sort of an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason and I, I think say it's that ridiculously is, a, 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 an acquired taste simply because I hear it, it's so, like I said, like I was describing earlier to me, Tickle torture, obviously not just straight-up tickle fetish, but tickle torture, which is mm-hmm. clearly an, a different offshoot, is yes. so deliciously sadomasochistic. How can yes, you absolutely. not put this in your, your bag of repertoire, tricks? Like yeah. it, just, it makes no absolutely. sense. I hear you. So, but you'd be surprised, I mean. or it's perhaps just, not. Because... <laughs> The As, problem is the BDSM oh, scene has always been very clicky and very stuck up and very snobby, and it just is the way it is. So they they just look as oh, just some silly fetish. It's they turn their nose at stuff, which is so silly. And I hear you. Yeah. I think we are all different and deliciously into different things. That I don't know why we continue to do like continue to break each other down even within the community it's so stupid but it is what yeah, it is and I'm that's not about the that issue. for sure yeah that's the issue I, I, they, I they totally get that yeah I, uh, and and that's not lost on me and and so be it my my attitude has always been you know I can't expect everybody to be into everything that's unrealistic no. and no, okay. uh, of course so you know when I seek pro-dom services, I'm, you know, um, dis- you know, I have a, a discriminating eye and oh. ear. Um, and I've learned that over time. I've been playing for over 20 years. And through trial and error, like in anything in life, mm-hmm. I've learned sometimes the hard way and I don't mean in in a good way uh, that, you know, I've had sessions where I I mean, I vividly remember sessions where when I was very, very green, Mm -hmm. I would call up and I would inquire, uh, do you offer tickle torture? And this would be a, I would come to learn too late that this would be the fatal response. Um, yeah, I could, I could do that. <laughs> and like a, like a, like a, like a fool, I would roll, I would roll, I would roll along with it. Right. And it was again, very, very underwhelming and strictly a means to an end to, you know, check, please pay me while yeah. I yawn, while I yawn my way through this process. So uninvolving, unenthusiastic, and you know, again, I've learned. Um, so I try and seek out people who at least list the fish, and you know, you, you know, like anything, you try and 
Um, be smart about it. Uh, ask ask questions. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, uh, you don't don't go overkill, but ask questions, and just get a sense of the vibe and so on. And uh, you know, you you uh-huh. do have to go on faith. You do have to go on faith eventually. You do. You do that with any of these pro dom sessions. It's it's unfortunate. It would be nice to know what you're getting every time, but it doesn't happen, actually. Belladonna just said, yeah, I could do that as code for I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'll give it a try. <laughs> it's, exactly. I would say, I don't even think it's that, I don't even think it's that bad. I think it's more along the lines of, Ugh, if I have to. And there's nothing worse, as we all know, there is nothing worse than being in a sexual situation with someone who is just putting in time. There's nothing worse. Yeah, punching the clock. Uh, yeah. you know, you staring up into space. Truly no. sinister. Who's going to get in there and love what they're doing? Yes, that that and like is. Like I said, I think it's a very simple thing to add on to what you're doing, and it's sure. such a blast. I mean, I it, oh, I can't imagine how it's just oh, driving someone mental that way is just so much fun. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice, and 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 you said it perfectly. To me, the enthusiasm, the 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 um, passion uh, for any given fetish or or mm-hmm. sex period, you know, or sexual position, sexual um, expression, uh, mm-hmm. the passion and and you know fire for it that is such an aphrodisiac it sure it, it, is. it you know it just takes you like into the stratosphere because of the level of engagement and you know that's why i mentioned mistress aurora uh because she was just red hot and she yeah because she, she was enjoying a, what she was doing yes and like i say they say in sports all the time you know bring it you know she brought it <laughs> Uh, absolutely. And, um, Where yeah, you like, going, you said, <laughs> like you said, like you said, tickle torture, it's, it's, it's a wonderfully magnificent way, uh, to drive someone mad and, and really get evil. But mm. there's that other, there's that other side to it where, you know, I will admit, while I have experimented in various to various degrees mm-hmm. as a submissive, um, I don't venture into the corporal side of things. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I I know my line, and mm-hmm. the good thing about tickle torture is that you can let go. And go on this whirlwind, but it's not about absorb. You are absorbing, but it's not about a pain per se. Where right. it's, you know, you know what I mean. You can. But you know, to be fair, though, Tony. Safety. To be mm-hmm. fair, yeah, I get what you're saying. But to Please. be fair, there are some people who, when they're tickled, do feel pain. So there Good is point. there is that element. 
good point. Yes, we we shouldn't <laughs> overlook that. That's right. So some people are. Uh, I know you like this word, horrifically ticklish, um, <laughs> and and <laughs> uh, goosebumps uh, for Doctor Sue. Um, yeah. But yeah, th- th- that you do have to be careful with. I know. I know for me, as a willing submissive, um, I can, shall we say, roll with that um, mm-hmm. and and just, you know, do the uh, the three loop-de-loop-de-loops on that roller mm-hmm. coaster and then, and then go back uh, the same way in reverse, you know, uh, and, and like I said, a, an utter whirlwind. Um, and you're... you're Letting your arms go and you're screaming right. and you know like a roller coaster, um, but like like a roller coaster, there's a, there's the fear, but there's mm-hmm. also the fun in giving up control and also knowing that you're in there good. You're not going to plummet to your death. You know, right. with corporate. Yeah, exactly. It's not, uh, and you're not. It, it's a whole other In some cases, you're not going to draw blood. Like in other words, a lot Thank of times you. when you're caning and whatever, you're not. You're actually physically hurting the skin. You are doing not damage, but you are breaking skin. This isn't what this is. Sure. I get. Right. I know. What you mean. Sure. Exactly. Which uh, you know, I respect corporal, but that I will admit, as a, I'm less than a novice at it. Um, mm-hmm. What you just described about the breaking of the skin and you know pictures I've seen browsing sites, um, it's um, certainly eye-opening to me because the, you know I guess it's like walking a high wire for for the for the dom and for the sub because I know for me when I see that I'm not judging it in a negative way other than to say that it's not for you. Wow. What? What? Well, there's that, but also I'm like. Wow, how is that? How is that not physically unhealthy? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. I'm I'm all for having a good time. You know, mm-hmm. God bless. But when I see what's been wrought, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's going to heal itself. <laughs> he looks like he's been through a war. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but again, maybe it's all in degrees, and there's. Uh, it's over my head, admittedly. Right. But, you know, in terms of the apples and oranges, of that's one of the fun things for me outside looking in of tickle torture because in most cases, except for the ones you mentioned very astutely, Dr. Sue, is that mm-hmm. you can, you know, put your foot to the floor and and, you know, just, go down that highway at a million miles an hour or, or dial it back or, and go up again, you know, and it's not, Oh shit, am I hurting them? Or, you know, there's, there's not a lot of technique that is needed. In other words, if you're going to go caning someone, you better know what the hell you're doing or you could actually paralyze them. You're not likely to paralyze something with your nails tickling them. (laughs) Just mentally. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's okay. Uh, yes, that's I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm happily in your boat, Captain Sue. Happily in your boat. Uh, well, you we are going me. to take a break. Capsize me any day. <laughs> I am quite sure you need a break. 
So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with what's on your mind. So if you want to call in, talk to Tony or talk to me or just tell us what's going on, it's 657-383-0031, and we will be right back. Well, come on. Let's see it. Drop your pants. Show us what you have to offer. <laughs> Isn't that all? At RateMyTinyPenis.com, your pindic will be seen by hundreds of unique visitors each day, all of whom have the ability to rate your tiny member and leave a comment to tell you exactly what they think of it. Can you imagine the humiliation and exposure you'll experience? Well, why just imagine it when you can make it a reality? And the best part? Everything is 100% free. You're welcome, Shrimp Dick. Now go on over to Rate My Tiny Penis right now and submit us your most pitiful, disgusting dick pic for all the world to see. It's so small! <laughs> the largest organ on your body is your skin. Yet most of us take it for granted. But did you know? that most commercial soaps and body washes are actually toxic to your body? Simply Sabuni's line of luxury skin, hair, and body care was born from a mother's need to help her child with eczema when everything else, including modern medicine, had failed. By creating a soap that would not only soothe but nourish the skin, she healed her son. Sabuni means soap in Swahili. And Simply Sabuni soaps are 100% handmade with nothing but natural and organic ingredients that promote healthy skin. You can see the whole line at simplysabuni.com. Try it once and you'll see why it's the only soap I use. And for listeners of InBed, I've scored you 20% off your first order with coupon code InBed. So head over to simplysabuni.com and use the coupon code in bed at checkout. That's simplysabuni, S-A-B-U-N-I dot com. Sup, y'all? This is K2Cocky, formerly Cocky the MC, and you are in bed with Dr. Sue. Be sure to check out my mixtape, Mental Trillness, Volume 1. Google Mental Trillness or go to cacavelli.bandcamp.com. Hello, you are on the air in bed Hello. with Dr. Sue. Hello. Hello there. This is Bella. It's Bella. The one and only Belladonna. <laughs> wow. Hello, victim number 1001. Get yourself in the coffin, the tickle of your coffin. Oh, wow. Uh, Happily, happily. Uh, You know the way to my heart and my heart on. (laughs) Uh, And your feet and your armpits. And by the way, we didn't mention earlier, for anybody who's buying that uh, Goddess Bella's Tonus, the Tickle Torture Hell book, those feet in front of, of the book cover, and the cover <laughs> belong to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> too true, too true. Yes. 
Um, I was a uh, happy contributor in whatever small way I could. Uh, Belladonna's mind uh, won the day for sure. Um, We had experienced a lot of calls together that were a great springboard for both of us. And um, I was happy to uh, offer up my souls and my soul to her. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, there's a question in the chat room for you. Sure, sure. She Uh, wants to know if you can describe what your perfect, like your ultimate session, tickle session would be. Tickle torture session, of course. Well, uh, I would have to say that it would be uh, on a bondage table. Uh, it w- it, well, it would be it would be more than one style of bondage. I like the variety. Um, I'm very fond of the stretching rack because of the ability to, you know, just tour the body. And for the for the domino to have access to all the sweet spots and the hot zones, um, so I would definitely be on a stretching rack, um, arms pinned to the table, uh, legs pinned to the table, and um, at the end of the table, uh, as you both know, I love footstocks. And all the more toe ties, so those feet are not moving an inch. They have no choice but to suffer the consequences. And um, that's a great starting point. Uh, Having pleasure of a double dom session. Um, I'm hoping to one day even matriculate up to a triple dom session. Uh, you've got double trouble. I'll call it triple terror. <laughs> um, uh, but I will actually, Carolyn also, was just saying how many doms. So yeah, there you go, triple dom. Woo! Yes, I would like to try that. Uh, something to uh, aspire to. Um, uh, having done the double dom, I would like to try the triple. Um, but I, I must say also. Um, because, you know, Belladonna brought it up, um, and it's true. Uh, My darkest fantasy would be to also be mummified and then uh, placed in a retrofitted coffin. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then, but I'm not just placed in the coffin, though. I would be... um, belted down to the coffin. So you've got the one layer of the mummification, but then you have about, let's say, six belts going from the ankles all the way up to the forehead that are pinning me in place inside the coffin. There's no rolling around, no swaying back and forth, no nothing. This won't be uh, Uma Thurman in Kill Bill Part Two. Um, you know, th- there's, there's no escape unless unless the 
the domina says so. Uh, but then the the feet are through the coffin, toe ties in stocks, and I I gotta admit, uh, you know, uh, take a page from Goddess Belladonna's grand finale in her Tickle Torture Hell anthology. I would definitely have a Venus 2000 in place on the coffin. Uh, sort of the glory hole action. The, the, the inglorious, the inglorious hole. And um, yes, uh, that, that would be a definite fantasy because of the sensory deprivation and the the very uh, I, I don't think it could be minimized the the very harrowing experience of you know the darkness and the immobilization and the fact that your feet <laughs> are trapped on the outside. <laughs> you well, know? Plus, the mind and, fuck of it being in a coffin is what I love. The mind fuck too. of the coffin is absolutely brilliant. That too. Mm-hmm. Now, that is a key point. You are you are both right. Uh, absolutely. I know Goddess Belladonna is a mind fuck fan, uh, <laughs> and yes, yes, the, the the coffin brings that out. Absolutely. Uh, that's that. not lost we have on another me caller, second. you guys. Now I'm going to introduce this caller because this is another client of mine. He is also a tickle aficionado. But what I want him to explain is the difference. Because, as I've told you guys before, every single person who has a fetish, whether it is, let's just take a foot fetish, for example. If you have a foot fetish, I can guarantee you that yours is going to be different from the next guy's. Nothing is the same. And this is a really brilliant example of that. So I really want to put him on the line. Wonderful. Polly, are you there? Uh, hello, are you, Dr. Sue, how are you? You're on the air, Polly. <laughs> all right. So I want you to, first of all, say hi to everybody. Say hi, Polly. Hello, everyone. Tony, love the, uh, love the store, love, love the coffin. Uh, that's, <laughs> a, that's a great idea. I, I love that one. Very and, cool, uh, Paul. Uh, so now you know show, what I tell to... everybody the difference, okay? So you've got Tony, who is very much into tickle torture. You are slightly different from that, though. You're still into the footstocks, but what else right. is yours? It, 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 I would say I'm probably 90% submissive as a whole, but my 10% dominant is that I love to tickle and I love to tickle feet. Um, I have a huge foot fetish and tickling fetish. So I'm not sure I could draw a line or point to which one came first, but cause the first thing I really ever remember kind of fantasizing about was wanting to tickle feet. Um, specifically wanting to tickle my older sister's feet. But wasn't that because she trapped you? Because you also like the other side, too. Yeah. You like the idea of being Uh, tickled as well. Yes, I do. Um, 
sadly, I'm probably not as ticklish as I wish I was or could be, uh, particularly oh. my feet. But, um, but yeah, when I was uh, seven or eight years old, uh, mm-hmm. my sister, about nine years older than me, so she's a teenager, and you know, for Christmas I had just gotten a Batman costume with the utility belt and the rope and the whole nine yards. So as the as the younger brother, kind of the little annoyance in the room, hey, someone play with me, someone play with me, you know, I kind of tied myself up and I was calling for help. Help, help. And then my <laughs> oldest, so, and I'm laying on my belly, mind you, tied up. So my older sister's sitting behind me, and she's, oh, I'll help you, Batman. And she starts tickling my feet. And the fact that, it, for one, it felt great, and for two, the fact that I was kind of squirming on the floor on my belly, uh, I can pretty successfully say I think that was my first, like, direction. Anyway, so I don't know how graphic I... You can be as graphic as you want. It's an R rating. So, so that's, I mean, I can definitely, in hindsight, I probably didn't realize this until I was in my 20s, um, but in hindsight, that's where it all started. And I guess, to, you know, that ties together with my other 90% submissive, which... Yeah, I mean, love to be tickled, um, but I definitely enjoy doing the tickling more. Even though you still have the 90% submissiveness, you would rather be the tickler? Even though you love to be unmasked? Oh, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, there's nothing better than a long set of nails, you know, on my chest or um, my favorite tickle spot is my nipples. If you Ah. gently gently tickle my nipples, I will melt like butter. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing, Dr. Sue, the funny (laughs) thing, Dr. Sue, I I had to jump in there uh, only because (laughs) This goes exactly to your preamble. Mm-hmm. Your very, 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 you know, astute preamble. I am the polar opposite. I, uh, it's not that I don't, I got a problem with my own nipples or anything like that, you know, uh, like an aversion to them. But from from trial and error, I can say I do not like my nipples touched in that way. I, I don't. Uh, strange but true. It's not a phobia <laughs> or anything. Think, I, that's why I love fetishes because they're just so uh, you're missing unique out. It's, uh, to each it's, person. I've, I've been there. Place of heaven. I've been there, Paul. But <laughs> what I'm saying is it, it, it's the classic example just like, you know, going into a restaurant and browsing that menu to each his own eye of the beholder one man's food, another man's poison, you know, pick your cliche. Uh, I have nothing negative to say about what you said, not at all. 
uh, it's just interesting to what Dr. Sue uh, uh, elicited, uh, the reality that that is your slice of heaven. And I know for me, um, I'm, I'm averse to it, but not because of, like, you know, I have any kind of, like, psychosomatic issue. Yeah, or, no, 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 yeah. no. It's just, yeah. I, it, it's strange but true that for me, it actually does not feel good. Yeah. Now, chest, chest good, stomach good, sides, underarms good, but the nipples, I, 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 I don't know why or what. I think it's just a very simple, tactile thing. And I think this is a really good point to make right now, since both of you are sitting here and both of you are so incredibly unique. This is the reason why, ladies, if you are listening in now or forever, and you are doing professional domination work, do not ever, and not just professional domination, let me just make the online domination too, don't ever assume you know what your client wants. Because they're all different. Every single one of them is different. And the minute you assume, you blow the whole thing for them. You need to find out what it is first. Beautifully said, Dr. Sue. I mean, the, the notion of rubber stamping things blindly, uh, I mean, while that might be efficient, it ain't good. It Not ain't in the good. sexual realm because it's because of Hell no. incredible diversity. Yes, absolutely. I love I love uh, anytime I'm interacting with with a dom obviously who's intelligent and who can you know take on the 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 psychological aspect of of you know where I'm going and Dr. Sue usually seems to be a step or two ahead. No, not usually. Is always a step or two ahead. <laughs> I uh, uh, second that. One of, one of the like one of the psychological aspects for me of of tickling uh, a foot, and I I probably never thought of tickling versus tickle torture in quite. I don't think I ever made the the distinction that you've so eloquently made this evening, Tony. Um, but you know, getting into Torture. I mean, the one aspect of, of of tickling a bare foot that is so awesome is there's something psychological about. I think of it as opposed to like the palm of your hand, and you, know, you could kind of close up your fingers and make a fist and fight if you wanted to. And with the bare foot, I mean, leading to my phrase, barefoot and defenseless, um, having it so open and exposed that way is just something that rocks my world and again having someone who understands that and is able to compliment that is of you know kind of utmost well I and mean, honestly the biggest the biggest complaint I get from men is that women don't listen to them in this realm so in other words doms doms demeanor mistress I don't care what you want to call yourself you guys aren't listening you're not listening to your clients because you're forgetting that first and foremost they are a client. If they are paying you money, they are a client. Therefore, they are a customer. Therefore, listen. It's not all about you. Sorry. Hate to say that, but it's true. It can be all about you once you have that connection made, but not until then. Well said. Well, well said. said, yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, even though one is submissive, there is, I think there has to be the acknowledgement properly, rightfully so, of the client, you yes. know, of, you know. Uh, if you are paying money you know, for a service, you for are service. therefore yeah. entitled to get what you want. Now, some women go, oh, no, that's topping from the bottom. Bullshit. Unless you are able to read his mind, and there's not many of you out there that can, you can't do that. It's, you're going to completely screw up the session, and I've heard nothing but horror stories. Guys picking you know, online domination. You pick up the phone, you phone somebody, automatically they go into this shtick, and they start screaming and yelling and freaking out. Nobody, if, any, if, if guys wanted to listen to that, ladies, they would just go into the kitchen and listen to their wives. That's not <laughs> what they're looking for. <laughs> you guys have got it wrong. A lot, yep. you, as long as there is money being exchanged, they are a client, and you treat them as such. Applause, Sorry. applause. And I know there's submissives that actually have a problem with that, too. They have a problem with, well, no, I'm not allowed to do that, or I'm not allowed to. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, I'm in your corner there, there, Dr. Sue. There is a time and a place for everything. So there's a time and a place for your submission. And that's fine. But if you don't convey what you want, and I think that's the communication between doms and subs is probably the biggest issue. Subs are afraid to tell doms because of this cliche that we have out there that you're not allowed to open your mouth. So they're afraid to tell the dom what they want, and then they go to visit the dom, and nine out of ten times they come out of it going, well, that sucked. Well, probably because you didn't say what you wanted. <laughs> so that's one problem, right? And then, you know, the other problem is she's going to assume that she's just going to do whatever she wants to do. So now you've got a session that completely goes for a fuck. Well, that's no fun. So listen to You're, these guys. Listen. A thousand percent right, Dr. Escuchen your clients, people. Uh, I I can uh, absolutely vouch for that, having had my share of, of pro sessions. And, yes, um, as probably most people know, you typically have to fill out an online uh, application form, you know, so you can get the let out there, and then you'll likely have a follow-up conversation or consultation before the session, and then you meet and, you know, you're on the same page, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. You know, that is vital. And you have a right um, to ask for things in these meetings, yeah. in these discussions. You have a right to lay out what you want. Don't think you can't. I agree, absolutely. My attitude always is, you know, uh, and hopefully this isn't too naive, but I like to think, you know, as as the classic expression goes, well, as long as you're respectful, it doesn't hurt to ask. No, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not treating anything as a given, other than hopefully mutual respect. Um, but, you know, uh, let me at least broach the topic, float it by you. If mm-hmm. you say no, you say no, and it ends there, and that's fine. Don't um, ask, don't get. Keep it's marching. that simple. I think I've learned that whole process, you know, through experience. The few, the first, you know, few times, got went to see someone and you know, 
did not communicate at all and just kind of assumed that they were going to somehow magically know what, you know, pushed all of my buttons. And then as time's gone along, I think I'm gotten pretty good at communicating what, you know, I would like to get from, get from a session, but that's vital. The, then I, then I come to understand that my, you know, my own fantasies are getting pretty complex, you know, they're, they're <laughs> entailing a number of different components. So I, you know, it's that fine line of, I don't want to feel like I'm asking too much, but this, 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 I don't and this think you is can what I would like, you know. Much. I don't think you can ask for too much. I really don't. That's not a fine line. It depends on how you approach it, just like Tony said. If you come at it from a respectful manner and you go, okay, here's what I'd really like to go through, if you can possibly accommodate that, what's wrong with saying that? And giving a laundry list. Nobody cares. Go ahead. Give your laundry list. And if she gets uppity, you don't want a a session with her. I think Paul also, along with what Dr. Sue was just saying, is that if you – express with a a healthy amount of contained excitement what you're seeking mm-hmm. i think that also does foster a very good impression um because you're animated about what you are aspiring for with her um, oh, absolutely, and and I I think you know she'll see your level of engagement, and I think that will you know uh, gently persuade her, or 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 leave the door ajar. I think it's just like you know mm-hmm. trying to connect. I, I think trying to connect, with, that, trying to connect with anyone. I think that probably that scenario perhaps applies more to if I were seeing someone new for the first time. You know, I mean, I've certainly uh, seen some ladies here in Chicago that on a handful of occasions, so I'm kind of semi-regular, and they they know my shtick, they know my routine, so I think they pretty well in. I think they enjoy themselves in the session. I know they get a good laugh out of me. So, um, but yeah, you know the difference between going to someone for the first time and perhaps you know going back to uh, someone that you know. Of course. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's like a bartender who knows what you're going to drink. Yeah, th- there is that possibility, but um, for sure, when you have a, a great, great established rapport, but. In terms of, like you said, you had a, a very elaborate fantasy. Um, you know, you can you can lead with the fact that, hey, this is a bit elaborate, but I'll try to boil it down to its nuts and bolts. But you do so with, you know, not so much a methodical A leads to B leads to C, but I'll put it to you this way. Sort of like a, a pitch meeting, you know, like in business. You know, you have to make an impression, you know, boom, boom. And you can you can boil it down to its essence, but you have to, even though you are the, the client, I think perhaps if you feel it's a lot, perhaps you have to, right or wrong, sell them on it. You have to, uh, you know, 
you know, bring you have to bring it too. It's not just a one way street. Even though you are the client, you know, they don't want a wet mop. They 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 want someone who's, you know, I, I don't like know I that said, I, has contained excitement. I don't know that I've I've ever felt the need to sell it necessarily, but it's always it's always the 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 lines of communication and how well sure. does she listen? You know, how well is she absorbing what it is that I'm putting out there? So. Good point. Um, yes, Tony. I wanted to flip flip one a question back to you. Do you consider tickling to be a? Or, I'm sorry, being ticklish to be a weakness. I never think of it in that way. Never. never. Okay. My mind doesn't go there. I what I think of it as truthfully, where mind is at. Or, or my mind it resides, and uh, I know Doctor Sue can easily second this. Um, for me, weakness is nowhere in the equation. To mm-hmm. me, it's a it's it's an eroticism. Yeah, do you, it's it, an eroticism. It's it a sensuality. Do you think? Is it fair to say? Do you it's think? You know the the term weakness lends itself more to tickle torture as opposed to tickling. I guess that could, but I, I don't think of it as weakness because even in a session that I have when I role play, I'm not weak. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not a blithering fool. Um, whether that's a popular role play, I mean that's fine. You know, again, to each his own. But what I love, I, I love in a session a sort of tug of war. Mentally, like you mentioned about the intellectual dom, there's a reason why we both have such an affinity for Dr. Sue. Because, again, razor sharp intellect, way ahead of us, um, can finish each other's sentences, you know, just wonderful, wicked mind. Um, You know, so. What I like to do in a session is not about weakness. It's about, yes, going into it. It's a consensual non-consent, and it's sort of a, um, like I said, a tug-of-war, a battle where, you know, as as they say in the movies, you know, uh, she gets the drop on me uh, mentally or physically, whatever you want to call it, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's invariably my role plays have a whole comeuppance angle to them. Uh, because well, I guess, to me, I mean, this kind of lent, uh, I was going to say, I'm sorry. No, but, it kind of lends no, itself I was just to, say. um, that, uh, you know, what Dr. Sue was saying about everyone's fantasy being, being different. I mean, this is exactly where, where mine goes and where it takes me. I'm, you know, I'm Batman and, and, fighting crime and you know the being ticklish is a sign of weakness something that will okay so that's your kryptonite to use the other superhero that's your kryptonite i get you and that that's cool and that's classic i know dr sue will vouch for that that's the whole barefoot Um, and defenseless thing for him he wants to be defenseless Sure, I so do you see too how he wants, but it's that's not, how he wants his control taken away you like yours taken yeah. away in a different way 
I, I, true. Um, I, I don't mind being defenseless. I prefer it. <laughs> I am. Well, you, and I you am, are, like no said, matter what. When you're, when you're yes. in bondage, you're defenseless. You're screwed. Yes. <laughs> like, there's um, nothing you can do. Happily so. Happily yeah. so. But I, I, I want to go there. there. There's the consensual non-consent. But my point is, uh, to his point, is that weakness doesn't enter my mind at all. Um, I mean, you know, obviously I'm susceptible to tickling, you know, yes, but I'm, I put up a good fight in the role play aspect. You know, I'm, I'm not a, a cowering, you know, uh, uh, simp, you know. No, he's someone Uh, to take down as opposed to Polly doesn't feel that way. It's it's slightly different. It's just slightly different. Yeah, and it's all good. Uh, but just yeah. I think it's a very it's a very interesting word that you threw out there, Paul, because again, like with the nipple thing, I never uh, go there. With weakness, that never enters my equation. What enters my equation is the the mental battle, the the karmic turnaround, the role reversal, because uh, invariably my role plays have a backstory to them where it's it's long and the short. It's a basically, you know, you get what you deserve type mm-hmm. of thing. And so it's not about weakness. It's about her being stronger, but mm-hmm. not so much me being, you know, uh, epically weaker. It's about that she got the better of me, and right. now I have to go along. I I, I reap the whirlwind. And, well, for um, Paul, he likes he likes knowing that I've taken that away from him. He's not going to put up a fight. I'm going to take uh-huh. him down a different way. And that's, that's cool. And, that, and again, Very this cool. is what I love about this is that each one what of about, you is so incredibly unique. If I brought in 15 other guys who were into tickling, each one of them would be completely different. And unfortunately, about, guys, we got to call it a night because we're coming up to the end and they're going to end up cutting us off. <laughs> uh, so, unfortunately, we're going to have to end this here, although it was an epic discussion. Thank you so much, Tony, for being on the show. And, Polly, thank, thank you for you. being on the show, too. I love the fact that you guys were nice enough to call in, seriously, because it it really does help to hear from someone who's into it as opposed – it's always a Dom point of view. Well, who cares about the Dom's point of view? I want people to hear the submissive point of view, and I think it's great when you guys do that. So thank you very much for both being on the show. Well, thank you, Dr. Sue, and thanks for bringing it out and shedding uh, more and more light on it uh, in such a great way as only you can. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Sue. Night, guys. Night. So, guys, we're going to wrap this up because we are coming up to the end here. Um, Our next show, Tuesday, September the 12th at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be bringing you Cuckolding Extremes. Now, this is going to be a really amazing show. Um, I am working on getting you guys two of the most intense cuckolding relationships um, by the cuckolds who live them. I'm going to try to get you the cuckolds onto the show so that they can describe to you these really intense relationships that they're living in. 
Um, you don't want to miss this show. Also, in October, we're bringing you uh, an epic Halloween show. Andy Baca returns to discuss sex and the paranormal. That's going to be a blastoid, don't you think? Well, like paranormal what? That could be anything. Well, it's basically stories of people having sex with entities. Spirits? Yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting. It's going to be really, really cool. Is Andy the one that... Did the alien show. Okay, can we please do one, seeing as how I am being more enlightened by all that? <laughs> you want to do another alien oh, show? Oh, Pleiadians, <laughs> hello. I've got so much to say, and I will be talking way more. You got that. We're going to have to do that one again. We'll have to do another one. But <clears throat> anyways, definitely we're going to be doing the Halloween show with Andy. And I'm hoping also, if I can, to get one of the girls from the Haunted Bunny Ranch in Vegas to Ooh, um, call in, too. And then in November, we're going to be doing all things leather, latex, and rubber. So, um, and also coming up, I don't know when this is going to be, but I'm planning on doing a show on how to find the perfect dom. So there's a lot coming up, and be sure to keep an eye on my Twitter account, which is at Dr. Sue, spell out doctor. Um, That's the best place to go if you want to make sure you're always in the loop. Uh, I've got some very interesting and controversial articles coming up on the DrSueReview.com. And, of course, for all you audiophiles, you can always listen to podcasts old and new on InBedWithDrSue.com. And don't forget to head over to SimplySabuni.com with your... Over to SimplySabuni.com with your coupon code InBed. And be sure to try those amazing soaps seriously my favorite is pink grapefruit it's the the bars are just unbelievable there's there's a brand new there's also bars there for you gentlemen there's a brand new gym bar which is really epic so definitely get over there and try the soaps at simplysabuni.com and i want to thank everybody who was in this chat room tonight everybody who called in you guys make the show thank you ashley joe for being here thank you for having me And so we will be back September the 12th, Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Until the next show, you guys, celebrate your differences. It's what makes you unique. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 